When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you want to be in this marriage or not? I'm here, right? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Now try it again. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Do you want to be in this marriage or not, Rich? Absolutely. The Rich Eisen Show. Asked by local reporters about his now-deleted tweet about retirement, Robbie Anderson said he was just thinking out loud, but it was nothing too serious. The question, do you want to be a Panther? Answer, I'm here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Sapp, Lakers head coach Darvin Ham, still to come, Bucks linebacker Levante David, and now... It's Rich Eisen. I mean, welcome to hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show. I, I I don't know what to do with this information to kick off hour number three. I mean, we just had Darvin Ham of the Lakers. He was terrific. And then, you know, our hour one conversation with Warren Sapp, who was on a plane, he cursed and hung up, and that was <laughs> terrific. And if you missed any of it, you could go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. But our Twitter account is also a spot where you can see our videos, not only as the once the show's over, but uh, sometimes during the program, our, our crack staff, uh, in uh, Sean Mitchell and Jordan Shero, uh, they're cutting videos. They're posting them in real time. They're trying to keep you current while we're on the air, and we appreciate that. Um, and then, uh, you know, at the end of hour one, I pointed out how the Yankees are forty-six and sixteen. They're thirty games above five hundred on on June fifteenth. Uh, even included today, June sixteenth, they go for a sweep of the Devil Rays tonight. They can go uh, thirty-one games above five hundred. It's it's totally crazy. Uh, Chris Brockman posts that video and um and 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 says the Yankees have forty-six wins through their first sixty-two games. This is a fact. It's also a fact that today's date is June sixteenth. This was written by at Red Sox fan at Chris Brockman. And you're supposed to be more professional than that. <laughs> I gave all the facts. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed I mean, to be I more did full disclosure that I wrote it as a fan of the Red Sox. What did I say wrong in that tweet? Okay. <laughs> supposed to leave your personal opinions out of it. There's no opinion in that. What I said, you know. I mean, he's. Well, I guess he's personal opinions are what this show is literally all about. <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> For three straight hours between 12 and 3 Eastern every day here on Peacock. I was just getting the people ready for what the gist of the video is about as well. (laughs) Got it. Um, Levante David's supposed to be calling in right now. Where is is Mr. David? Do we know? We don't know. We're uh, uh, efforting efforting. his location. Tom might have kept the guys a little longer at practice. At this point tomorrow, we will not only know um, who's winning game six and if there is a game seven in the NBA Finals. But at this very point tomorrow, I will be turning to the guest chair and I will see Craig Kilborn sitting in it. Kilby. Lord Kilby's coming in here to chop it up about the National Basketball Association. We got a great start bench cut for him. We got five questions written by our friend, his friend, a blast from our past. We'll just keep it at that for the moment. He's going to be showing up in person tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, that will be just after we say goodbye to our second hour in studio guest, Tracy McGrady. Hey, Mac. Boy, Friday's show is going to be, as the kids say, lit. Are we drinking tomorrow? Yeah, man. Are we drinking tomorrow? Uh, last time Craig Kilborn was here, he, we had martinis because we were 
ho- we were toasting ESPN's 30th anniversary, anniversary that yeah. neither of us were invited to. <laughs> 40th. One that where was it 40th? Oh, that's right, 40th anniversary. Neither one of us were invited to. Right. They put Dan and Keith back together on Sports Center for that. I know. They invited Tariko back, and Tariko left them to go take over NBC Sports, essentially. Yep. You didn't get invited. No, he got invited back. I didn't. You and Craig doing a sports center would be pretty. Epic. And I, I, I couldn't. I have a great relationship with everybody there at ESPN. I know, but still, no SB invite, no nothing. Yeah, that's true. Bizarre. <laughs> and yet, it's not so much. <laughs> so we're still right. efforting Levante. All right, because um, I could go towards you right now, TJ, and talk about what we were going to talk oh, about I, later on. on in this hour. Phones ringing, but I do believe he's about calling close. in right now. Phones ringing, we're close. Levante David's joining us on this program. Um, so we've got that still to come on this show in this hour. TJ Jefferson, you came up, he came up with this idea. Let's have a segment, division by division in the NFL, greatest players in the history of that yes. franchise. Because we're big on history here, Rich. You know, a lot of younger people, we'd like to let them know the, the history of the sport. Very so good. I appreciate do. you doing that. Yeah. And then uh, Lamar Jackson spoke today, and he hasn't spoken publicly in quite some time. Certainly about his future and his contract. Mm-hmm. So there's all of that. But joining us right now on the Rich Eisen Show, Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is uh, one of the best linebackers in the game, best defenders in the game. He is a pro bowler uh, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Joining us back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Levante David. How are you, sir? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, did you just get off the field? Where are you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm home right now. Uh You're home. We had a mini camp, mini camp last week. I just got off the field from workouts, yeah. Okay. So how was your mini camp last week? How'd that go down? Yeah, mini camp was well. Uh, very competitive. Uh, got a chance to, you know, just be around the guys. That was real good to be around the guys and uh, have a little fun on the football field. How are things different with Todd Bowles now, the HC, Levante? Uh, for me personally, you know, I, I dealt with Bowles, you know, obviously the past, what, three years. Uh, nothing really you know, not really new for me. You know, I know the type of guy he is. I know what he brings to the table. It just, you know, for the offensive guys to get uh, acclimated with him. But, um, you know, you're going to get what you're going to get with Bowen. Man, he's a, a great leader, a competitive coach. And all he asks from you is uh, just to be your best, uh, be professional, and uh, be your best effort on the football field. Is there less cursing now? Uh, no, just about the same amount. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Same amount. Yeah, yeah. You know, those two guys are very competitive. You know, offensive defensive guys. So, uh, Bowles is kind of like the, 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 the defensive cursing of uh, B.A. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to say that you, you've got the same curse rate as Bruce Arians, that's impressive. I didn't expect <laughs> yeah. that. Wow. Yeah, uh, B.A. probably gave it to you in a lot of volume. But uh, Bowles might yes. get to you here and there. Yeah, <laughs> Bowles could be strikes me as one of those guys who could, you know, like he could blow that dart at you. You don't see it coming; it kind of sticks you in yeah. the neck. You don't see it yeah. coming from right. You don't hear him coming, you know. Right, right, right. But it's pretty cool for him because I know his first opportunities the HC up in New York mm-hmm. City did not work out well for him, or didn't mm-hmm. it wasn't as successful as he had wanted. Uh, mm-hmm. And now he's got this other opportunity, and and Arians made sure that it was his opportunity. Yeah. And I'm wondering what you as a player, having known Bowles and seeing what he went yeah. through and then getting uh, him to this position based on your play and how well your side of the football was conducting itself, what you yeah. think about him getting this shot now, Levante? Yeah, the, the whole situation, you know, the way everything turned out was obviously surprising. And uh, you just got to uh, commend uh, B.A. for, 
you know, giving his guy a shot, you know, um, having uh, giving balls a chance to, you know, take over a football team who who is already very talented, and uh, who and a team who guys already know and kind of familiar with Coach uh, Bowles already, and uh, you know, as far as Coach Bowles, you know, you know, taking over, I think he, I think he's going to do a great job. You know, a lot of guys already respect him, and uh, from what I've seen already, you know, a lot of guys are really happy and ready to play for him. And uh, he has a great plan in place. You know, he's going to be involved on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. But uh, obviously, you know, he's a defensive guy, defensive mind, so he still be around the defensive means and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, and for us personally, defensively, I just think, you know, we have a whole bunch of room for, for improvement. You know, obviously, you know, they bumped up, you know, Casey Rogers and uh, Larry Foote, the co-defense coordinators, guys yes. who are very familiar with defense. So it should be a fun season for us. Um, we get another year of, Getting real comfortable in uh, in the scheme and uh, understanding what's active of, asked of us, so uh, it should be fun. Um, I was going to ask you that. How how does that work with two guys who are co DCs? Have you ever yeah, had something I, like that? I, I believe everybody has their own input on certain things, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And uh, obviously, Bowles is due to mine, so it's still kind of his scheme. But I like a lot of those guys have you know certain inputs and stuff like that, and they get to add in and do what they. Do what they feel is best for certain uh, certain situations, stuff like that. So it's great to have all those guys, you know, work collectively to help for the benefit of the, the team the defense. So Larry Foote, if it's a tie, it goes to Larry Foote because he's a Michigan guy, right? The tie goes to the Michigan guy. There? Oh uh, no. no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but that that's definitely always a talk. You know, okay. feel like he's above everybody because he went to Michigan and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be careful, your TB TB12 can break the tie too. Those Michigan men, they're they're everywhere. They're absolutely. Oh yeah, they they, they uh they real tight. Uh, Spot tech as well. Oh okay, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. Levante David here <laughs> on the Rich Eisen show. What was more surprising, Bruce Arians retiring or Brady unretiring, for you? Uh, that's tough. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Bruce, Bruce Aaron's retiring. You know, uh, with Tom, you kind of you know, you just kind of felt that you know, that whole you know thing that he put out wasn't really sincere, and that he wasn't really going to step away from the game because if you know him personally, you know he's just an ultimate competitor, and the way he went out last year, I'm sure he didn't want to go out that type of way. You know, even though we went out fighting and battling, but. Obviously, you want to go out on top, and I'm sure that is, and that's not the way he wanted to go out. And then, you know, thing with BA, you know, just you just see BA, you know, he he's a, a great coach, and uh, he's definitely always having to input on you know what's going around in the building, stuff like that. And, you know, he's a real you know football guy. Mm-hmm. You know, just just having his presence around is really really like you know good to have, just because you know. Type of the type of man he is, and how he treats his coaches, and how he treats his players. So, you didn't think he'll be uh, leaving no time soon, but you know it's that that's the one that kind of you know caught me off guard a little bit. You know when he gave me the phone call and let me know, you know it was kind of kind of kind of shocking. But he's still going to be around, so uh, it's definitely uh, great for him too as well. So yeah, you just didn't think Brady was done. You just didn't feel. Nah, it. nah, nah. I didn't think. I didn't think. Uh, probably maybe 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 seventy thirty. Eighty twenty. What about what about now? Do you think this? Do you think this is his last year, Levante? What's your sense? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't gotten that sense from him. You know, right now, you know, at minicamp, I just seen him coming in. You know, working, uh, works very hard, putting the extra work in with a lot of the lot of the guys. You know, uh, just trying to get back on. 
you know, same page with certain guys as far as, you know, working on, you know, route trees and stuff like that. So uh, for me, I, I, I didn't really sense him, like, he didn't say anything or he didn't just, he didn't, he's not acting like this is going to be his last year. He's acting like he's attacking his year, attacking his year to uh, do one thing, one thing on, and that's win the championship. So there's no, there's no conversation. Well, you know what, did you, I assume you did see how much he's apparently getting paid for his next job, oh, right? Oh, so. yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I saw that for sure. That's uh, that's something that probably will, will probably make it seem like this is last year. But uh, I'm not sure, man. You, you never know with that guy. You know, like I say, he's a he's ultimate competitor. I mean, the deal's gonna already be there for him, mm-hmm. so uh, he, he might give you a couple more years. So, but. You never know. You never know uh, with Tom. So what's your sense of it, Levante, as I get set to send you on your Thursday? Uh, what's your sense? I mean, you, you know what this team looks like when, when mm-hmm. it's championship quality, when it is ready mm-hmm. to win, how it can mm-hmm. win, and um, you've won with, with most of these guys. What, mm-hmm. What's your sense? Is this a Super Bowl year again for your team, Levante? Yeah, I mean, every every year, you know, obviously when you got a guy like Tom, that quarterback is definitely, you know, a Super Bowl. You feel like you can go to the Super Bowl, but even besides that, you know, we feel like we have a great, a great team. We have a great core. We have a great nucleus of guys who, who bring a certain type of leadership and bring that ter- certain type of talent to the football to to help us get to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I really think you know this could be a a year that we can uh, contend and compete for another championship. Uh, and you know, you saw in minicamp guys were real competitive. Guys were you know, uh, making co- correct plays. You know, doing what they're supposed to do to uh, carry over to training camp and. Uh, we're going to see from there. But uh, we definitely have that mindset that uh, we should be back there. But uh, as you know, you know they, they the first four games of the season, they hit us with all playoff opponents, so playoff teams. So, uh, you know, they're definitely trying to keep us from going back there. But, you know, uh, we're accepting all challenges, man. And um, I'm, I'm glad to be a leader of this football team. I'm definitely glad to take the field with those guys. So I'll just take my shot uh, on this question um, mm-hmm. before letting you go. Are you paying attention to the NBA Finals? If so, wh- what do you think happens game six? Who wins? What do you think? <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. I'm paying attention to the NBA Finals. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously, me, I'm a, I'm a Heat fan, so I was very disappointed that we didn't make it to the Finals. Right. Because, you know, the Celtics not that all. Not that all. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a Jason Tatum fan because he went to Duke. I'm a Duke basketball fan, just to let y'all know. <laughs> Why, is then, um, Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? Why? Uh, because, you know, growing up, you know, my big brother, my big brother was a Duke fan. He used to always talk about Duke and always watch Duke. So I just became a follower Okay, <laughs> you know, to my big brother and I just became a Duke fan. And, uh, I just took off from that. And I've been hooked ever since. I even got a chance to go out there and watch a couple games. So, uh, it's really, really, really cool experience. But, and then, you know, Steph Curry, man, I, I really want Steph to, to capitalize capitalize off this moment, off his performances, and I want him to win the final MVP. So people can start giving him a hard time. Because me personally, I do think he's a top ten basketball player. You know, he just completely changed the whole dynamic of the game. So you have to include him in the top in the, uh, in the top ten category. But you know, um, it, it should be a good game. You know, I'm, I'm thinking it should go to seven. Mm-hmm. But I won't be surprised if Warriors end it today in six. I'm with you. So Duke plays Nebraska. You root for Duke over Nebraska, Levante? In a hoops game? Uh, basketball-wise, maybe, oh. yeah. Basketball-wise, oh. football-wise, I'm going black shirts all day. No, I know that. <laughs> I mean, that I know because you'd kick Duke's <laughs> ass in that. For that, that, <laughs> that I know. Then because you're from Miami, that's why you're a Heat fan? Is that, is that sure. what it is? It's, it's that simple? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Levante, David, uh, let's chat during training camp. Let's do this again, okay? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Oh, did Tom give you guys free product, golf stuff, his new underwear? Did he give you any of that <laughs> stuff? You guys have any of no, that? No, he hasn't, but I'm going uh, to try to get some of that out. I'm going to try to hustle some of that out because his product do look good. I did buy uh, a couple of shirts, the Unfinished Business shirt, so. Okay. You know, I gave him a little shout out on that, but I'm gonna try to get some some free stuff. That's a good idea. Absolutely, he's got it. He's got product, yeah. man. He's got inventory. Sure. I would do that. I would do that if I were you. Okay, take care of yourself, Levante. We'll we'll, we'll chat again soon. Appreciate it. Thank always. you for having me. Uh, anytime, truly. I always enjoy chatting with Levante David right here on the Rich Eisen Show. You and him have something in common. You root for Duke. Yeah. No, no explanation was necessary. Yes, it is. Of course it's an explanation. You're from Miami. You go to Nebraska. Why are you a Duke fan? Because he felt You're like from the Eastern time zone. Why are you a Duke fan? I, and I've explained that to you multiple times, as Levante has. Grant, well, see, he said it was his brother. You're, you, you say it was Grant Hill, though. Yeah, right? Grant Hill for me. Mm-hmm. Duke fans. People who are Duke fans that didn't go to Duke, you, you should be ashamed of yourselves. But well, here's what you're saying, Rich. Ollie, like, be ashamed of yourself. A lot of us be ashamed don't of have this. You don't go to Duke. You don't go to Duke, and you root for Duke. It's just real tough. Real tough. Real tough sledding. Real tough sledding. Oh, God, we might not win 30 games this year. Tough, tough sledding. Well, it's not like Come you would on, pick man. a team I, that I, I, I sucks know, Sometimes your institution of higher learning doesn't have a program. Yeah, exactly. And you got to choose a program. So let's choose the winningest program. They weren't real the tough. winningest in 1990 when I said, hmm, I like this team. They weren't the winning. They had never won. In 1990s when you hopped on board that train. Well, like I said, it was like I saw this guy, Grant Hill, and I knew him because his dad played for the know. Cowboys. Abdul Nabi like, already had a few dubs, right? Not in his pocket. Titles. Jay Billis. No, they, right? Danny they were winning. Danny Ferry. They were winning. Yeah, I didn't like them. <laughs> okay, I like Grant Hill. And so Grant Hill arrives. Yeah. When did Grant Hill arrive? I just, 1990. Yeah, 90. And they had never, they never won a national championship before that. Matter of fact, the so year you, before you they there, got you blown up by thirty-three by UNLV. No I remember that. So Stacy Augman, plastic, Big L, Larry Johnson. All right, so you're legit. Everyone else, I'm ashamed. <laughs> they should be ashamed. You're they not, should be ashamed. You're not. Ashamed. I'm ashamed for them. for them, in them, by them. All right, let's take a break. I feel better. He'll hit the fairway on one. Hey, he's teed off. Did they boo him or did they cheer him? I don't know. I check it out. He got cheers during the practice round. Is he still unshaven and wearing black? Oh, yeah, all black. My gosh. (laughs) All black. Barry. (laughs) Barry Berkman on the tee. Jeez. Okay, we'll take a break here. Lamar Jackson has spoken, and TJ's about to speak about the AFC all-time greats. This will be a fun conversation when we come back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 844-204-RICH, number to dial, small town, big laughs. Ed Helms and Jana Schmieding are back in a new season of the Peacock original Rutherford Falls. Season two is available for streaming right here, right now on Peacock. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on the program. Uh, Great ideas are always um, accepted here. And TJ, you're full of them. Not full oh, of it, you. full of them. Thank you. Which is a big difference between it and them in that Factual. statement. Um, you said the other day, let's do a segment mm-hmm. where we name the best player in the history of every franchise in the NFL taking a division by division. Indeed. And we're like, wait a minute, is this Mount Rushmore? No, no, it's not Mount Rushmore. That's four. That's four. You're just you're you're boiling it down to one. Yeah, I can't even do the, the thing. The best player hates. in the mm-hmm. history of the franchise. Indeed. And so, which way do we go about it? Do we just collectively do it? And we said, no, you do it. Your idea. Mm-hmm. You come up with it, and then we will debate. Re- react. Yes. Yeah. React. Debate. Poop on it. <laughs> or um, or say, hey, great job. Great job. Great job. Well, I mean, hopefully, better than the golf clap you just provided. Yeah. I want that real love. Okay. So uh, NFL films music, I think, is necessary. All right. Um, And we're taking it division by division Division starting today. Um, We're going to do it every every single day. Every day. And we're starting with the AFC East. East. The East Coast. Bills, Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. All East Coast teams. Very familiar with them. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right. uh, Hit the music, please. Jay Felly, thank you. Go for it. All right, you know, guys, like I said, we like to be historians here on the show, so we just want to provide some historical football knowledge, and, you know, we always want to keep football on our brains here, so that's how this came about. Yes, sir. AFC, I'm going to kick this off with the easiest team, and that is Chris Brockman's New England Patriots. Now, Patriots, rich history, a lot of great players, Um, (laughs) and if there was a a Mount Rushmore, I would say the Mount Rushmore would include John Hanna. Andre Tippett, Ty Law, Rob Gronkowski. There, I mean, there's so many to choose from, but if we're going to narrow it down to the single greatest yes. player to ever don the New England Patriot uniform, it's Tony very Eason. simple. It's very easy. Steve Grogan. Thomas Edward Brady. There we go. I mean, that's hey. the most. Okay. E- that's the easiest answer we're going to have today, Tom Brady. And or, I, I, or, or entire endeavor. Yeah, maybe. I don't even think that an answer or a reason isn't necessary. Six Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. Quite possibly the GOAT, not just of his position, not of his team, but perhaps in all of the NFL. Okay. Boy. Now I'm going to switch <laughs> okay. over. I'm going to go like to. Larry. Okay. 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 I'm going to go to the Miami Dolphins. 
because I felt this one was pretty simple, too. You know, the Dolphins, again, the only franchise in the history of the NFL to go undefeated. Think about that. Going the entire season and not losing a game. Yeah, but the player's not not from that team, is he? Not from that team. But like I said, if you were going to name some greats, Jason Taylor would be there. Larry Zonka, Bob Greasy, Larry Little, way too many. But that single greatest player Mm -hmm. to put that Dolphins helmet on. From the Oakland section of Pittsburgh, Mr. Dan Marino. There you go. Come on now. Very Dan Marino. Simply, one of the are, we, are we including coaches in this uh, no, top player. four? No, player. No, just, just the players. players. Okay. No, just the players. Player. And again, another thing, you know, not not even necessary to really discuss. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl, obviously, but his body of work speaks for itself. Got and it. one of the greatest players of all time. Now we're going to go to the Buffalo Bills. This one got to be a little bit tough. And I know Bills Mafia is watching, so I want to make sure I get this to right. Me, it's a no-brainer. Uh, you know, like I said, if you were going to compile a Mount Rushmore list of Bills, you have a large group of great players. Yes. Including O.J. Simpson and Thurman Thomas, Cornelius Bennett. But I think this came down to two players to get this title and I just broke it down like this Rich and Chris and Jason one of the players you could look at and say this guy without question is one of the greatest at his position yes the other one very good but probably not listed in the top 10 you're going in the direction that I'm talking so with all due respect to the great Jim Kelly you got to say the greatest Buffalo Bill of all time is Bruce Smith bingo I mean one of the most dominant players in the history uh, of football. You stuck the landing. Sir. Stuck the landing there, I think. You know, Bruce dominant. And, you know, when people say Aaron Donald is on route, on pace to become the greatest defensive player of all time, I kind of sit and go, wait a minute. Yeah, I did awesome. see Bruce Smith play football. Yep. He's really excellent. Yep. All right. Now we're going to come to the Jets. I saved them for last, Rich, because this is your team and I wanted you to feel something about this. <laughs> uh, you know, the Jets, a lot of really good players. Oh, my good to great God. players in their, in their, uh, oh in their history. Oh, my God. Guys who could, and I'm not knocking them. Hall of Famers. That's what I'm getting to. I said good players, but there are Hall of Famers. Lots of guys. John Riggins played for the Jets, by the way. Under Mount Rushmore. You have Kevin Mawai. Curtis Martin. You know, I know. Curtis Martin. Mark Gaston. Just say the name. Don Maynard. They just, just say the name. Well, just here's say it. the name. It's coming down to two guys, Chris. And two this, guys. There were two guys, <laughs> both of them from the Pittsburgh area, right? Now, the difference I, oh, being, I, like the, I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. Now, the one guy, I would say... Led the Jets to their greatest season ever. Yes. If we're going to say tops in his position, probably never going to be listed. The other guy you can make a case was the best in football at his position yeah. for many, many years. And I was, it came down to a coin toss. I wanted to really upset you, but then I decided I wouldn't do it. So it's not going to be Darrell Revis. I'm going to put Joe Willie Namath in as the greatest is, New yes, York Jet ever with. All due respect to Darrell Rivas. Darrell Rivas was they made an island after him. Yeah. Darrell Rivas had to guard some of the best wide receivers in the yeah. game. He didn't also emerge the sport. So there's that. So there you go. So there's my picks. <laughs> Bruce Smith, Dan Marino, Tom Brady, and Joe Namath. I think that's players. a terrific list. Bruce Smith is absolutely the best Buffalo Bill of all time. And you could have from those years the dynastic Bills teams, a dynasty. They yeah. were a dynasty. And of course, they just I, never won the Super Bowl, unfortunately. Nobody will ever make the Super Bowl four years in a row. That will no. never, ever happen, happen again. again. I won't happen it. again. 
Not in our lifetime. And let me just clear this up. I was no way. Obviously, I was joking with you about the Jets having good players. Obviously, the Jets. I know. I listed some great Dude. Hall of Famers. Definitely great players there. I don't want to like let our joke go out no, there. No, it's okay. I, I get it. And Darrell Revis was terrific. But Joe, and this is what's so sad about the Jets is that Joe Namath is the guy who's the, the oldest on that list, and and may may be when it's all said and done, when you're done with all 32 teams. The, the guy who's been retired the longest of anybody's greatest franchise player, There's you know, but that, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, you know, obviously Brady's the no brainer and you can go back and forth about some of the great dolphins from the undefeated season years or the Shula years. But Marino, I think is the greatest player um, in the history of that franchise. If you want to talk about greatest Jewish players, it would be Jay Fiedler. Oh, that's at the same position. But it's a different that's, that's endeavor. Close. That'll be a different day. I can have we'll do that Friday night. Yeah, I can do that. We'll do that Friday night at Paul Pierce's dinner. You know, but you know, but 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 I will say this. I I, I want to say this just to wrap that this 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 whole thing up. Josh Allen has a chance to unseat Bruce Smith. Yeah, but I'm not we're saying talking 15, I'm saying a mouthful. Line, no. That is saying Whoa. a mouthful. Whoa. That is saying an absolute mouthful. Out of anybody right now playing in the sport in the AFC East who has a chance to unseat any of those folks, could Zach Wilson unseat? Well, he wins two you know, Super Joe, Bowls, he unseats uh, Joe. Right? right? I mean, if he does that in this day and age, you yeah. can. You know, so would Josh Allen just have to win one? I like, think Josh. No, I think there? Josh Allen would have to win a couple. Okay, and he'd have to have some MVPs in the case, okay. and he'd have to have 10, 15 years of outstanding longevity. You know, but he has the ability to put together an Aaron Rodgers type career. He has the ability to put together a top notch Hall of Fame career. He's on that trajectory right now in this day and age of of the quarterback driven league and somebody who can do it with an arm and legs. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, he, he has he 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 has the chance. A lot of heavy lifting ahead of him. Oh You're my right, gosh! Because yeah. Bruce, to me, again, Bruce Smith was a no-brainer. Yeah, and we're not talking like you could choose a bunch of guys from the K Gun offense years. A bunch. Because my first draft, well, I, I had okay. Jim Kelly down, and I went, "Ooh, wait a you second. You could do like, Thurman. Well, I, I also you could think do. OJ should be. I mean, OJ Simpson I in the Electric there. Company He's, years, of course. Yeah. No, I I understand that, but Bruce Smith is the greatest Buffalo Bill of all time. I agree. Okay. Just position-wise, looking at that list, it was yeah. three for four quarterbacks. Do you think it's going to be like that for the whole league? Are we going to um, get 28 I don't know. quarterbacks I can tell you just here, looking ahead. Uh, 26 quarterbacks? I don't know. They're, they're not, Chris. There's, no, I, I don't think so. I think you're going to okay. see some defensive players. You're going to see a lot of defensive players. Certainly sure. if we're talking about the Ravens. Obviously, the quarterbacks are going to be represented, but it's not a, just kind of glancing at what I have. This is not a quarterback-heavy list. Okay. Like a team like the Vikings, you can go with a defensive player. Yeah. Just throwing it off the top of my head. Well, that's Bears? That's I mean, the Bears, right? I think, Walter I think, Payton, obviously. I think Seattle gets a wide receiver. Seattle will be an interesting conversation when we get to that. Yeah, but we're a long but way well away done, from NFC. Well done, well, well done. Good job. Well done. Good well, thank you, man. I appreciate you guys. Well you know, I never know sometimes. No Good M&Ms. Start. Didn't poop on any of them. Wow. Hey, <laughs> hey, look oh, at hey, that. That's a callback oh, from oh, hour one back. of me helping Brockman potty train his son. You know what that means? <laughs> that fellow's been paying attention. I know. Right? Del Tufo would, oh, I mean, you honestly, <laughs> now you're showing off. Yeah, okay. Now you're showing off. Goat chain. All right, you know what we're going to do here? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take early? a break. We'll take a break here, and then we'll finish up. We're going to have a nice, big, long segment to finish things up. Nice. Uh, to keep everyone through the break, Lamar Jackson has spoken. I have not heard this soundbite yet. 
but um, he has spoken about his future in Baltimore. By the way, which, yes. which, which division would you like us to do tomorrow? I don't know. Maybe because Killer's here tomorrow, Craig Kilborn will do the NFC North. Oh, yeah, the NFC North. North? Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a Minnesota guy. Yep. And according yeah. to uh, Little Birdie, who we all know very well, uh, the man who runs the Dan Patrick uh, School of Broadcasting at Full Sail University, former um, Sports Center producer, one of the best ever that I've ever been produced by, Gus Ramsey, who knows Craig Kilborn so well. He's the one who came up with the Jumanji, and our, he's not your Vetus, he's our Vetus lines, and helped Craig <laughs> with some of his greatest. Um, apparently, Craig um, mentioned once upon a time he thinks Mike Zimmer is one of the greatest coaches in the history of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, that was at the height of the Zimmerness. Height of the Zimmers. Height of the Zimmerness, by the way, was a great Van Morrison song. <laughs> it's a marvelous night for a Height of the Zimmerness. It's great Van Morrison. That's, that's perfect. Doesn't that sound like a Van Morrison song game? Perfect. Height yeah. of the Zimmerness. That was the flip side to Tupelo Honey. Okay. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, the 670, <laughs> 670. This is content, everybody. Height of the Zimmerness. Height of the Zimmerness. We'll come back, and wow. uh, if you missed what Lamar had to say, don't worry. We have got you covered as we set you up for a big Thursday night in sports. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm, but I just want to let everyone know I am happy to go on bussing with the boys and have every intention of doing so and making sure their guy, Jack, I believe, gets yeah, his yeah, yeah. Chevy Silverado out of it. I can use a Silverado. Maybe if I, I show up, apparently he gets a car. I know. And he doesn't miss a day of posting photographs. That's I'm what's enjoying, up. I am enjoying this immensely. Wow. I'm what enjoying a, this immensely. I am enjoying this immensely. Brockman, I need a new and when car. I do you go think on, if I helped, I could geez. work myself into this? When do I think? do go on busting with the boys, one day, I don't know when I'm going to be in Nashville, but when I do, it's going to be epic. It very, will be epic. Very excited. Callaway didn't, <laughs> didn't just create their longest irons ever with the new Rogue ST. They made their longest irons ever perform at the highest level for every player. The Rogue ST irons come in four different offerings. Every last one of them has been engineered using artificial intelligence on a high strength 450 steel what that means is these sticks are terrific and they're consistent and they make you better and they make you feel more confident standing over the golf ball because you know it has been engineered properly and you know the stick that you have chosen of the four different offerings is right for you and then if it isn't you've got another one for you to try they're all amazing the rogue st max the rogue st pro those are four in order the widest range of players because of their incredible combination of speed, forgiveness, and all-around performance. The Rogue ST Pros for that low to mid-single digit handicapper in your life. The Max OS is the best game improvement model for mid to high handicappers. The Max OS Lite is for players with slower swing, swing speeds, perhaps of an advanced age. No other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find, find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com slash GoRogue. And by advanced age, I mean those just maybe a little bit too old to play pickleball with me. 
I didn't say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> two National Football League stories of note. Two of them. Let's start with the one more on top of everyone's mind. Let's start with the one in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, former MVP of this league. You've heard of him, right? Heard of him. You've heard of him? We've heard all him. heard of him. Heard yeah. him. He's very, very good. <laughs> um, he's dynamic. He is unlike anyone else in this league. And there are quarterbacks who can throw, and there are quarterbacks who can run, and there are quarterbacks who can run and throw. And there are quarterbacks who can do amazing things. But I think you'll all agree there's really only one Lamar Jackson. And he just has his own way of doing things. He always has. Always has. And um, from not having an agent, having his mom be his agent, to showing up at the Combine and having to deal with all that nonsense garbage is really what it was. Having him work out at a position, asked to be worked out at a position other than quarterback, come on. And him saying, not only am I not going to do that, I'm not even running. I'm not even going to run. We're not even going to talk about how fast I am. We're going to talk about how I can throw. Not working out a wide receiver, pound sand. <laughs> And he winds up falling all the way down to 32nd overall. Ravens wind up moving back in to go select him. And that's huge for a couple reasons. One, perfect opportunity. That's what you need when you're drafted in the NFL. You need to go to a spot that not only has the opportunity for you, but also has the coaching staff and the front office and the ownership that isn't out of their minds crazy, changing all the time that has a coach who has the backing of the front office and owner and also the cojones, the bofas, to, in the middle of your rookie season, sit the guy who won the Super Bowl for your team and throw you in there and change your offense midstream and make it completely centered around your special abilities. That's so rare in this business. So rare in this business. And it pays off big time and now he's marching to his own other drum too which is team wants to pay him team wants to pay him and has the opportunity to pay him and this is why they traded into the first round to go get him by the way is they had an extra year of contractual control this is what we're seeing playing out Mm -hmm. didn't think that in the year of contractual control extra year of contractual control (laughs) that they would be wanting to pay Lamar and Lamar saying uh, that supposedly, I'll wait. Remember we had John Harbaugh yeah. around the draft. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'll let Lamar handle all that. But, you know. We're waiting to get it done. Right. It's kind of on him. We're set, essentially waiting to get it done and he'll do it at his own pace. I think what's his, his will and God's will, I think is what he said. Yeah. So Lamar didn't show at the – voluntary camps and it's just like what's up with that could there be some conversation that isn't going well well he showed up to the mandatory camp today and spoke for the first time and this is what he had to say on the subject matter oh we actually did we we did you know it's a conversation that's all we just keeping it private is it you and eric just doing the one-on-one talking Uh, can you take us through any of that Uh, we having a conversation (laughs) so is it going to continue during the season we have a conversation. <laughs> I expect so. Yes, I do. Watch the national guys talk. A lot of them say they wouldn't step on the field with your brand of football without a deal. Do you buy into that? No, no, nah, nah, I don't buy into it at all. You know, I play football. 
That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I don't get it. I get it. He is a unicorn, not only on the football field, but in between his temples. And and um, there's no, there is no track record of anybody else having this approach. There just isn't. It's his approach. It's his approach. It doesn't mean and it's a smart one. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a, we have no, he says there's conversations going on. I don't know what those conversations are. It doesn't surprise me that we haven't learned anything. I, I, again, that that's the most relevant soundbite I have been told. The question I would have asked is: the sense is you, you're the one who won't accept the new contract, or you don't want to take the contract because you don't feel you're worthy enough yet because you haven't won the Super Bowl. Is that accurate? Yeah, or just what why? do you say yeah. about that? Yeah. yeah why? Now then, I say this with the ultimate of love. You know how I feel about the Ravens franchise. You know how I feel about Steve Bishotti. He is one of my favorite owners in all of sports. Love the guy. And what I'm about to say might, might, uh, might upset him, but he knows the score anyway. The floor. Floor. For Lamar Jackson is $230 million guaranteed dollars. That's the floor. Because he doesn't have 26 civil lawsuits on him, does he? Nope. And he's won an MVP. Correct. Now, he's only won one playoff game. And I'm just thinking off the top of my head, I think Deshaun, well, Deshaun, I think, has a couple. Am I wrong? They did make the division round game against the, or they beat the Bills and Josh Allen in a game that is still in some dispute to some Buffalo Bills fans. That was a wild playoff game, Josh Allen against Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun has one win. There you go. Same number of playoff wins. One more MVP. And to date, 24 fewer civil lawsuits filed against him. $230 million guaranteed dollars would be my opening offer. What's yours? This is where, in my mind, the... The, um, the conversation should start for everybody. That's the problem for everybody trying to pay quarterbacks from now on, which is why, you know, the Bills, I'm sure, and the Chiefs, I'm sure, are all like, God, a good God. thing we got that under the... Yeah. And that Matthew Stafford's older and he loves where he is from where he was and the Rams can extend him in the manner in which they extended him mm-hmm. and why this piece of paper is still on my table. The Kyler Murray letter from his agent to the Cardinals, who I still think will strike a deal, although Cliff Kingsbury says he's praying it's before training camp. Right. Well, he's got before about, the he's season. Got about six weeks. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. But I'm just, again, is it money? He hasn't, is it the money? Is it the fact he doesn't want it yet? Is it the fact that what? It certainly isn't in the back of his head that he didn't finish the season healthy last year. And Tyler Huntley was terrific, right? Mm -hmm. And he was really, really good and is a hell of a lot cheaper. He's not even thinking of leverage. He's thinking of nothing. He's just going about he's a football player. And that has served him incredibly well to this point. And we'll see. That was the ultimate. Remember Joe Flacco? Bashadi said, you know, we're not. We're not. 
It was the opposite. We're not going to we're not going to give you the long term contract, but feel free to, you know, put a Super Bowl trophy on my table and I'll pay you. Boom. That's what happened. And Bashadi's like, okay, great season. I again, long story short, there is no frame of reference when it comes to this quarterback on the field. There's our guest earlier this week and Michael Vick. What what do you want to throw Kyler Murray in this group? But he hasn't won a playoff game. He's not an MVP. I mean, you know, Vick didn't win an MVP either. No, and Michael Vick is, you know, 5'11", 6 feet. Lamar's 6'3". Right. So in terms of his game, there's there's no frame of reference. Randall Cunningham, really. uh, Maybe. Yeah, that's Was Randall an MVP in the league? No. I mean... This guy's an MVP. And rightfully so. He was the last MVP of this league not named Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Or was Mahomes after that? I don't know off the top of my head. Everything seems to bleed together. But bottom line is he is also has no frame of reference in terms of his contract. Big old shrug emoji. But he'll be there for the Ravens this fall. And it's going to be terrific to watch. Yeah, twenty three million this year. Franchise tag number for twenty three is going to be about thirty million. So. Now then, how about this story that came out of nowhere? Last time we saw him, or I saw him, he was just leaving the Sports Emmy Awards, where he was uh, he earned a nomination for I guess what best emerging talent. I believe that's the category. Okay. Yeah. Julian Edelman. He says Edelman. it's possible that he could come back. In the NFL. All right, Jules, you have the floor. Coming back with Brady? Ha! I don't know. We'll see. I got to keep you guys. That's called a teaser. You know, that's that's called the old teaser. I learned that from Pete as well. It's the worst teaser. We've got training uh, camps going on already, sir. Yeah, but who's going to go to OTAs when you're older? Fox Girl Especially forever. nowadays. When you can be in Croatia. We'll see. You know, I'm still, still staying in shape here and there, but you never know. But I'd probably go back to the Patriots, honestly. I love, I love the Patriots. Foxborough forever. Foxborough forever. Okay, so was he on the moon? Where, where He was at, in Croatia. They were just <laughs> Croatia, joking. Yeah. He's in Croatia at a sports conference? Is that what it was? Yeah, he's doing some kind of tour or something. But I, I don't believe him. I think he's just joking around. But he'd come back with the Patriots, which makes I mean, I think he and the Patriots have a relationship, not just playing, but I think outside of it. I think so. And you you'd take you'd take him back. That in a heartbeat. It depends what oh, come on, man. rules we're getting. I I if he is healthy, you don't you don't think he could give you some snaps? You don't think he could give a, a, a terrific target to Mac Jones? You don't think Mac to I don't ten to ten to eleven would 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 result in a few sixes? I think he probably wouldn't make the team. You don't yeah, think he'd make honest. the team, huh? Wow. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Well Reggie Wayne couldn't make the team when Tom was there. I mean he's thirty six. It would be I think it would be tough. It would be tough. It would be tough. With all due respect, as much as I love Jules, I think he should be a Hall of Famer, but I don't. I don't you think really think he's a Hall of? You really think? I he's think a Hall he's of going Famer. to make it. One day, way down the line, Veterans Committee, whatever, whatever. His you. postseason numbers are undeniably yeah. all-time great. Yeah. So we know Julian Edelman was in Croatia. Everybody, I don't <laughs> know, man. I'd love to see it. That'd be great. 
Let's see it, Jules. It would be cool, but if he didn't come back to play with Tom, then... I mean... A year off for the Mac wide Jones position. could use him. That Mac Jones could use. Uh, if he can give you know. 10, 15, 20 snaps, let's go. Let's see it. I'd sure. love it. I mean, I'd love to see him try. I, I just don't. Think I look like a guy who mulls it every now and then. I don't doubt he's staying in shape. That'll wrap it up for this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Tracy McGrady and Craig Kilborn in studio on our Friday show. Have a great Game 6 viewing experience, everybody. We're back to wrap this show up on Peacock in a moment. <laughs> 